Hi, I'm Oscar. I'm Eric. And we're from the future. You can tell <laughs> yes, by are. the way that our clothes are different and the fact that we're now androids who get all of our sustenance through sweet, sweet data. And sugar. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, all joking aside, uh, we get pretty heated towards the end of this episode based on uh, Xbox's decision to double the price of Xbox Live Gold. I go off on a pretty intense tangent. Eric is also not very happy with it. Yes, and uh, yes. we, we recorded that about an hour or so before Microsoft came out and completely backtracked everything. So they are not increasing the price at all now. And uh, they're even uh, going to finally unlock free-to-play games uh, from requiring gold to play them. So Yes, yeah, so keep... Uh... Keep looking into the news for our next disclaimer, which should probably be in another hour. Yeah, it was about an hour or so. Yeah, we'll keep an <laughs> when, eye on when they change their <laughs> their choice again. Yeah, but I mean, there you go. Don't let anybody tell you that bullying corporations on the internet doesn't work. So bully them, please. Yeah, this has been a PSA from the Pod Boys Advanced. Enjoy Hope you all enjoy the episode. Yeah. Later. Like the tall vampire Resident Evil lady. We're back with another episode. This is the Pod Boys Advanced Podcast. It's a weekly discussion where we go over the latest in gaming and toss in a little bit of whatever else we want to talk about. My name is Oscar. I'm joined as always by my co-host and best friend. Eric, what's up, man? Good uh good shout out to my aunt Edna. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, I heard it was, uh, <laughs> she finally got her big break. I heard it was, it, it was a, a big role for her to land. Yeah, you know, as day walkers, you know, she she uh, needs to stay inside. That's why she's so pale, but. Yeah, I mean, she's got herself a nice-ass mansion to chill inside, so. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, man, the internet is ablaze with weird people being horny over over <laughs> video game characters again we're back cool. to this thing so everyone's cool. obsessed with the tall vampire lady and her equally creepy vampire daughters and this is what we've uh devolved into welcome to it but how are you doing this week man i'm good dude i'm good a little a little upset about people hitting on Aunt edna but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the fan art must be particularly tough to... <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, I'm chilling. How about you? Yeah, same here, man. Same here. You know, just uh, another week. It was actually a pretty calm week at work. It's like really calm, really chill again for once. So I'm appreciative of that. And uh, I got I finished I finished the game this week, so you know it's 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 been good, man. But what you been up to? What you been playing and stuff? Uh, let's see. Uh, Psych. Oh, what are you oh. drinking though? Oh shit! 
Uh, I thought you forgot for a quick second. You got me. I got you. Um, I am. I am on a. Uh, how do you say it? On a, on a, I, I kind of I, I dislike myself today a little bit. So this yeah. is how big this bottle is for. Oh size, boy! Size comparison bigger than this man's face for yeah. our audio listeners. <laughs> no, it's the only one I had left from. It's a lot. fucking pint. It's a pint. Yeah, but uh, it's called the uh, Strawberry Blonde Ale, I guess. Ooh, okay. It just says Strawberry Blonde. Uh, I picked it up because it looked interesting. And it's just like, has nothing on the label. It's just, here's the point. So hopefully it's just like a beer, you know, like. Yeah, so Godspeed to you, I suppose, with your unknown. I myself am rocking a pale ale today. Ooh. Just a regular pale ale. Uh made by Toppling Goliath Brewing Co. And it's called the Pseudo Sue Pale Ale. And it's got a dope ass freaking dinosaur on it. Nice. Hey, nice. I, it, I, is that made from the same people that I had let one time with the last dinosaur I had? I don't know. The... It, it looks like it I think it is. Toppling yeah. Goliath? Yeah, I think so. Well, there you go, man. It, it was good. That was a good beer. We got a returning a returning brewery. Yeah, if I'm yeah. wrong, if I'm wrong and somebody knows and remembers that beer, call me out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I just remember Dinosaur. If anyone wants to comb back through the beginning of a few Pod Boys apps. <laughs> Eric, Eric will, Eric will bake you brownies. Whoa, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Why not? It might be a little stale in the mail, but sure. <laughs> stale in the mail. Stale mail. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, bottoms up, dude. Oh yeah, cheers, man. Oh, I will add. This actually does smell like strawberries. Mm. Oh, this is really good. Does it taste like strawberries? It kind of tastes like a strawberry seltzer, but it's a beer. Huh. Yeah. That sounds it's a good, blonde, actually. It's a blonde beer, but it tastes like like strawberries. That sounds really good. This is just pretty much a straight-up pale ale, but it's really good. Like, the, uh, it's got a really strong, like, strawberry aftertaste, man. Nice. This is a dangerous beer. I could probably have two pints of this and forget that I'm drunk and then be drunk. Yeah, this one, this this, this one, <laughs> I thought it felt a little fruity. It says it's got uh, ferocious hop aromas, and, it, and it, it's brewed with citrus and mango. So there you go. Mmm, nice. It's pretty good. So yeah, pseudo Sue. Look at that cool ass freaking dinosaur. Yeah, that is a that is a cool label, dude. Again, bought on oh, can appeal only. Found out it was a pale ale along with you guys when I read the label right now. Well, <laughs> yeah, man. Now we can start getting up into our gaming for the week. What you been up to, man? Well, we've for sure been playing Destiny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got that Hawk Moon and the Hawk Moon Catalyst. Yeah, let's break into a little Destiny segment here for those of y'all who keep up. Uh, 
Hawk Moon came back earlier this year. It's an exotic hand cannon from the first game that was a lot of people's favorites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Very cool looking gun with like feathers, a feathered etching on it. Uh, and they released a whole new specific mission around it this week where it's a pretty freaking long, difficult mission. You have to go through and, uh, you know, do the typical Destiny thing, chase around a few different types of bosses that leads you to a bigger one type of thing. Yeah. And uh, basically at the end you can get, Hawk, you, you get two guaranteed or something, right? Yeah, it's two guaranteed hawk moon yeah you get yeah you get two guaranteed hawk moon drops at like power level and stuff like that and uh with random random perks which is a big thing because there is no other uh exotic yellow gun in the game that can have random perks every all the perks on all of them are all set Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the only way to change any of those perks is to uh complete catalysts which is what you also uh, get from completing the mission. You also get a Hawk Moon Catalyst, yes. And I actually, on my first completion of it, ended up getting the one that everyone is, is, is looking for and everyone's after. I got one with a, with a certain perk called Range Finder that hand cannons already have a ridiculous amount of reach in Destiny. And when you have uh, Range Finder, it's just, insanely broken so yeah you got an awesome god roll i got i got a pretty good one a couple good ones i got one with killing wind and i've got one with uh opening shots so it's not too bad nice and uh but yeah i've been playing we played that um i've actually started a new game this week or last week or this past week uh and i gotta say it's an older game, came out in 2017, and I am honestly, excuse me, I am honestly pleasantly surprised, dude. Like, so I'm playing uh, Nier Automata, there or you Automata, go. whatever you, somebody please pronounce it for me. Nier Automata. 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 Well, however you pronounce that. Nier um, Avocado. Near, near, near avocado. I'm, I'm, I've been playing near, and dude, so far I already finished. Uh, I got a few. So, this game has 26 endings. One ending for every letter in the alphabet. What the flying fuck? And it's an like an action RPG, and it's one of the most unique, like, action RPGs I've ever played, dude. Like ever, because it, it's a slasher. It's a bullet hell it's it's like it's an rpg it's just all these things rolled into one which sounds terrible when you think about it but it's actually really well done and so i have just i can't stop playing it i'm already on my second playthrough to get the next ending and yeah so you like went straight into a second playthrough damn okay well the thing is like in order to get the rest of the endings you have to keep playing like there's an actual like there's an actual disclaimer at the end of your first playthrough that tells you hey there's a lot of other endings so you should play them (laughs) yeah (laughs) best regards square enix you know (laughs) yeah eric eric has been telling me about this game over the course of the week like while we're in the voice chat on ps5 while i'm playing god of war or something and 
the amount of outlandish shit that I've heard happening, <laughs> in, like it's definitely some sort of crazy J- JRPG, because the the amount of crazy. Apparently, there's if you eat a certain fish in the game, it like literally makes you roll credits and ends the game, like ends your game, like you, it's over. Yeah, that is one of the one of the that's one of the twenty six endings, correct? <laughs> if you, so uh, yeah, dude, um, it's a really good game. I dig the plot so far. It's totally different, and I would definitely recommend it. Even like three years after it released, it still holds up. So like, that's how good I feel this game is. So. Are you playing through the same game over and over again, though? No, the thing is, like, or uh, in the beginning, like, the first playthrough, as far as I know so far, um, you play, so you play as, uh, you, you're one character who has, like, a partner. So it's kind of like in God of War, how, like, you have Atreus that just does his own thing. Yeah, 2B, <clears throat> another character that the internet is super fucking horny for. <laughs> that's right so yeah uh so yeah you play with 2b and 9s is like your partner and that's it's the guy in the little shorts and uh he you and him played like you play as 2b and then now um in the second run through i started the game over and i was expecting to play as 2b again but now i'm playing as 9s which is the guy so i don't know how many more characters are playable in this game Mm -hmm. i don't know because there's a there's a lot of unanswered questions the first like playthrough there's like so many unanswered questions everything is very confusing so i think it's kind of made for you to actually just go back and keep playing and doing finding different endings like and it's really well done dude i don't mind it's weird because so how, how how long did a playthrough take you like how long was your playthrough I think it was about thirteen hours. Okay, so that's not okay. That's that's for the that's, first that's not bad. Well, thirteen, fourteen hours, something like that. And now I'm at about seventeen hours, and I'm on like playing the second playthrough. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> which there's a lot of like little Easter eggs and stuff. So, I don't, I don't know, dude. This this story, it rem- it's like a it's like Metal Gear. The best way I can describe it is like if Devil May Cry and Metal Gear merged together and we're an rpg you'll probably like this is what you would get that's pretty that's okay that's a pretty good description i played i tried it out on game pass once i only gave it one try and like i got like i couldn't really like grasp it because it kept switching like styles on me Mm. so i was taking a lot of damage and i ended up like using all my healing items uh, before i got to this like gigantic like robot boss at the end so i basically had to like beat him on one health bar and i was having a tough time like figuring out what to do on him and i died and it made you start all the way from the beginning again and i was just like mm, mm, not gonna do this again yeah not only the, the the terrible thing about it too for the hardcore players if you die you lose all your upgrades and so if you die, you lose all your upgrades and you have to go, it's like Dark Souls, you have to go pick up your chips, like your upgrade chips. Oh, okay. So you can pick them up. I thought they were just, okay, that's fair. No, they're not gone forever. You can okay. go pick them up. But if you don't end up picking up your body, if you die before you get back to your body, then they're then gone. Then they're gone forever. Yeah. So 
Straight up soul stop. Damn. Yeah. I did not know. I didn't even know that was that was any sort of a part of this game. That's crazy. Fuck that. <laughs> Make yeah. me like it sounds cool, but also I want to play it less and less the more you talk about it. Oh well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I do recommend it. So that's what you I should, uh, you should you should stream it so I can watch you play it. That would be cool. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'll think or, about that. Or maybe not stream it, uh, but you have a capture card. Maybe record it and put it up as as a playthrough on your channel. Oh, that's a good idea. I probably I'll probably do that. I'll probably capture some gameplay because I was I was honestly thinking about doing a review for it or something like that. There you go. So, anyways, uh, yeah, dude, what have you been playing this week? Um, I've been playing a bit more more God of War as per usual. I'm still trying to push through that. It's it's gonna end up being a pretty lengthy game, huh? Yeah, it's pretty chunky. Yeah, because I'm already like a good, I think well, I want to say like over 30 hours in, and I've only gone to like two or three of the worlds so far. I'm on my way to like Jotunheim or whatever right now. And uh damn man, that game just keeps getting better. Like the boss fights are pretty epic and like clever, like they're pretty it gets pretty difficult i have I, I encountered a new type of enemy now called the travelers that took me a bit to like figure out because they're like they're pretty brutal and they're, they're pretty strong and they have oh, a weird... the travelers yeah shit. yeah so basically until you realize that holy crap this is literally they just picked up a chunky knight from a dark souls game and dropped it straight into god of war and you have to fight it as such it gets pretty tough for a bit until you figure that out but yeah literally like the best way I've, I, I've learned to fight them is to like straight up Dark Souls it, like watch a for lot their, of dodging, watch for their attacks, dodge their attacks, to, a lot to, of pairing, like quick, yeah, quick directional dodge to still be by them and then just try and get them from behind with a few combos. Eventually, you can whittle down their armor and shit. But it's a really, I'm liking it. There was this crazy, there was this crazy boss fight that was like. A lot of two-on-one boss fights, but this one in particular that I just had had like an interesting mechanic tied to it, and like a lot of cool stuff like that, man. So hey, I'm how ex- much? How much do you hate the boy, <laughs> bro? The whole t- like Eric had warned me for for a bit about how I was gonna hate this boy because I'm uh, full disclaimer: I am horrible with children. I cannot tolerate them. I do not have patience for them in real life at all. Like, I myself don't plan on ever having children because I'm not the one to deal with. Like, I can't. I don't have patience. And the whole time Eric was saying, like, oh, man, the boy's going to, like, and I've been playing and he hasn't been that bad. I was just like, okay, I mean, he's just a kid. Like, he's he's, he's curious. He's asking questions and stuff like that. It's understandable. He's a kid. I can deal with him. He's not too bad. And Eric's like, oh, but you haven't reached the part, huh? And I was like, what part? Oh, you'll know. I hate this fucking child. Oh my god, he makes me so angry. He's such a little shit. As soon as something happens in the story and some information's revealed to him, he just completely flips and starts being like the worst little insufferable, rude, entitled little jerko. I've oh god, the hatred runs so deep for that boy right now. Hate to say it, but I told you so. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it was rough. Uh, yeah, so I, I've been playing that. Um, I actually finished Bioshock this week. 
Oh, you actually finished it, huh? Yeah, yeah. So again, I just been playing it like an hour chunks at a time at work. So it took me like a little, I think about 15 hours, so about two weeks. Over the course of two weeks, I slowly made my way through Bioshock. And dude, this is, this is a dope-ass game. Like, I can see why it was like so critically acclaimed and why so many people like love the series and everything. Like, the story's pretty, pretty fucking intense. It's super like fucking Ayn Rand inspired and shit. <laughs> like, I was just like, okay, fucking Atlas shrugged up in here. Yeah. But it, it, it's it's good, man. Like the once you like once I came to terms that it's like a really dated FPS and like I was just gonna have to deal with like like the mechanics of it and not and like just take take hits and like the cool thing about it is like there's always like a little like respawn chamber pretty close by and you and it's all it's all pretty quick, you know what I mean? It's not like you have to wait for a bunch of loading screens and stuff like that, so you can get through it like that. The final boss fight's pretty fucking cool. Like, uh, I got the good ending. Like, no spoilers, even though it's, like, an old game. I know, like, me. It's my first time trying it now because uh, it came out on Switch and stuff like that. So there's two. There's a good and a bad ending, and I got the good ending. So there you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I immediately started up Bioshock 2, which... Um, it's definitely it's definitely different like it starts off way different like i'm having a tough time like placing it like where in the timeline it is like before after bioshock one like what the deal is there like i'm not sure i think it's after because someone said they came back but i don't know uh so i'm excited to get through that and eventually infinite too because i mean the first one was good enough to invest me and make me want to you know, get through the oh, rest yeah, of the franchise. The yeah. Them, yeah. yeah, so de- definitely definitely recommend the Bioshock collection if you can find it for cheap out there. I got it for 20 bucks on, like, Black Friday or holiday discount or some shit, so. Nice. But, yeah, apart from that, uh, we already talked about Destiny, and I actually, here we go, you guys. I, get, I went back, and I finally got over the saltiness. Yes, I, 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 I let go of the salt. Against for honor and gave it and gave it a an, a good old honest try. I played it uh, with with the Erky here, uh, his his brother Elliot and our homie Abel. We they, we just played a bunch of private matches because um, uh, they were you know, trying to teach me the game and stuff like that and everything like that. And eventually, it's like, what you need, you kind of need yeah. someone. Yeah, because like, the show tutorial, like we discussed, like apart from the fact that. What angered me was, you know, I couldn't access the colorblind settings until after the tutorial. But the tutorial in and of itself wasn't very helpful or, like, oh, it didn't teach you, like, viable strategy. It taught you, like, very basic stuff. But, like, like your brother and his teachings are, like, I'm, I, I can instantly hop in and feel comfortable, like, actually playing PvP and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, it... it, it it's it's a whole different thing and it's, it's it's like there's so much like depth to it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like that it's definitely not anywhere near covered in the tutorial so yeah it's good to have it's nice to have friends <laughs> you know definitely dude definitely and i told you i told you you just had to give it a try you yeah to, i i told you like when when you got it like literally my words were 
it's good. You got to get used to it. But once you get used to it, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it also helps when you can fucking see the that marker you're supposed point. to be seeing. Yeah. So I did adjust the colorblind settings finally, y'all. And let me tell you, now that the marker is a nice fucking bright blue that I can see, so much better. I can actually see what's going on. I can block. I can parry. I can do all kinds of stuff now. By the end of it, like, they start, they, they kind of took the training wheels off a little bit. We were just kind of going at it, you know? Yeah, you yeah, beat us yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, us. hey, man, I was just like, I'm fucking cornered animal, bro. I was just trying to survive. So it's like, it's like in a fighting game, like when you fight like a button masher and you're trying to like actually play. Exactly. Like, like they're so wild and unpredictable. They're like, what the fuck is going even going on? And you end up exactly, like, getting, yeah. yeah, that type of thing. I, I wasn't button mashing or anything like that, but like, more like I you were learned, unpredictable. Yeah, I oh, that and then your brother taught me a couple like cheap strategies with the character I was playing, and I was just like exploiting the shit out of that to like try and survive, is, you know? Which is totally fine because yeah. when when you go into the uh the more populated PvP, it's it's all people doing some annoying strategies. So some cheap shit, yeah. Yeah. So you're you you were a good you're in good hands. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm in good shape so far. Yeah. Nice man. But yeah, it's fun. I was using the the homie Tiandi is who I ended up going with. And uh, he's he's pretty cool. Just like you can like basically like almost stun lock people with these little quick jabs he can do and like he yeah, can change. Pretty annoying he, character. He can change sure. directions in between, like this double attack, this double slash attack he does, and not. I don't think any other characters can do that. Is what your brother was telling me. Mm -hmm. So like, you they can block one of your attacks, but you can switch directions, and your attack other attack comes out so quick that it doesn't give him a chance to switch. So you always end up getting free hits in because just like basically just relentlessly attack with this little machete this dude has <laughs> just fucking chop him down it's dope but yeah, I, I was having trouble playing against you for yeah. sure for a minute yeah dude there's a lot of like fucking crazy ass dope looking characters in that game they're like your brother yeah. and abel were pulling out some like crazy ass dudes yep but yeah okay so after you get past the horrible tutorial, Four Honor is actually a pretty fun game. There you go. Yay. I said it. I admit it. Definitely going to be trying to play some more of it with you guys. It, it was oh, yeah. dope. It was dope. <sighs> but yeah, man, that was that's pretty much been my week. Uh, a pretty good week, I'd say. Finished a game. Gave another game a, a, a nice honest shot and everything. Got mm -hmm. a god roll in on Hawk Moon and Destiny. You know? Oh, yeah, dude. You had a good gaming week. Yeah, hopefully that that carries over into next week and everything like that. But uh, we can start moving into some of these topic Rooney's. We got we don't got much much to go over this week. It was it was a fairly light week, uh, besides some like um, really fucking horrible moves it's made light, by certain companies. But heavy news. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we can start off here with a good old Nintendo and the good old Joy-Con. So. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. What? Okay. More people are mad. Yes. <laughs> because the Joy-Cons are still trash. None of these lawsuits have forced Nintendo's hand to the point of really doing much besides like offering 
free repairs in certain regions and stuff like that. Um, I think one of the cases has gone into arbitration, meaning they're going to deal with it outside of court and shit like that. So, like, um, it hasn't been looking good for all the all the consumers out there mad about Joy-Con drift, but it looks like somewhere, someone somewhere is still trying because another um, freaking, another class action lawsuit for Switch Drift uh, was filed. So Nintendo's getting slapped on with another one. So that's, I don't know, man. <laughs> Three, four, five now at this point? Are they gonna... Is Nintendo gonna send them a cease and desist too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You used our name in this in this lawsuit. You need to stop. <laughs> it's impossible for you to sue us while you were using Nintendo in your document as Nintendo is a trademark and copyright of ours. So so how about no? How about no? Uh, but yeah, this one's up in uh, up in uh, Washington in Seattle. So uh, the one here in California is still is still pending too. So man, Nintendo needs to just get out ahead of this and release some sort of revision and like or allow people to like send in their broken ones to trade in for like re- the revised ones or something. Because yeah, they really need to do something for sure. It's they, like they it's, break real easy. It's been it's been four years of this now, and they've released new colors. They've released other shit, and like it doesn't seem to be getting any better for anything. And like, I think this I think this new one, this newest one, even includes. Um, the pro controller in it as well, which I think might was one of the first ones that includes the pro controller. I didn't even know people were having drift on the pro controller already too. Uh, I haven't wait for real, like on the pro controller as well. Yeah, it's it's part of the lawsuit in this in this case. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't think I've had any problems with pro controller yet. Yeah, so. Just be careful, I guess, which is fucking stupid. Seriously, but I I do. I hope they do. I hope one of these actually ends up like getting to Nintendo because, like you said, they really need to do some kind of revision. They did drop the price of the Joy Cons, but not by a lot. <laughs> I think they dropped the price of the single Joy Con or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, just like... the single Joy Con, yeah. Which is, Which is still, it's 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, so, and if you buy two of them separately, it's not really a price drop. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving on from that, we can keep on Nintendo for a bit here. Uh, as we have a Nintendo veteran from, like, uh, I think he was with the company for 32 years, and... Uh, He's actually responsible for the creation of a bunch of beloved characters that we all freaking adore, man. And, like, it's crazy because he's not, like, he wasn't a super well-known guy. He's more like a background individual. Like, he was, like, a, a graphic designer and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's it's bittersweet because, like, we never, like, it's kind of like he never really got his appreciation because, like, you have guys in the forefront like Miyamoto and, 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 another, and Aonuma from Zelda and, like, all those guys who get who kind of get the spotlight all the time, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, this man was uh, Takaya Imamura, 
And he was responsible for designing a bunch of characters, including Star Fox himself, Fox McCloud. He designed uh, Tingle <laughs> from, from, from Zelda, everyone's favorite little fairy boy, Tingle. Uh, he created uh, Captain Falcon. So a bunch of bunch of dope characters that 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 you know like uh, they're in Smash even and everything that people that people love, man. So uh, thirty two years, super dope career. You know he created a bunch of iconic shit. So he's got a hell of a legacy that he leaves behind. And yeah, I hope he okay. has a good retirement, man. Yeah, dude. Same here. Like if he he's def- definitely leaving a lasting impression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for his life's work so that's pretty cool man yeah and it's dope that like now like it, it, since we have the internet and people like focusing specifically on gaming news and topics like this like he does he is gonna get recognition now like maybe he didn't get it like while he was working but now people know that these characters are his legacy now you know what i mean instead of yeah, like yeah. him just going like forgotten and like like i said just other like big bigger figureheads like getting like blanket credit for all these games and stuff like that and characters you know yeah exactly so i think that's pretty cool so shout out to takaya imamura hope you have a great retirement i know he's a he's a friend of the show so i know he's listening thank you oh yeah that's true yeah takaya imamura. yeah we'll see you at uh we'll see you at uh ping pong yeah yeah next week right yes at the y <laughs> Uh, we're getting mimosas after. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. Uh, well, uh, moving on from that, we're still keeping on Nintendo. And speaking of F Zero and Captain Falcon, so it looks like some data miners, hackers, whatever you want to call them, we're digging into, um, uh, an old uh, F Zero uh, X cartridge for the N sixty four, and in the data they of the cartridge they uncovered a whole ass beta for Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. <laughs> a build, a build from nineteen ninety seven. So a, a, a couple, I think a year or two before it actually ended up releasing, and there's a bunch of crazy shit in there, man. Like unused items unused like locations and like that you can actually like run around and like do and like use and like apparently like um if you've played ocarina of time you remember uh, as you run around and you do the temples as adult link you get the medallions from each of the temples like the shadow medallions like the rewards at the end and stuff like that yeah apparently in this beta every single one of those was like kind of like an equipable item that had like a different effect each. They were actually usable before, like apart from just like being what you needed to collect to like open games castle or whatever. Yeah. Like they actually used to be functional. Like there's a bunch of like different, like weird, weird changes. There was like a completely different game at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unused fairy temple. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. So it, it's always fucking amazing when, <laughs> when when this stuff comes out, man. What's you know? crazy is the, the the place where they found it. Like, <laughs> how did they how did they just let that happen? Like, why was it just like in an F zero? Dude, I well, I don't know, man. Like, I guess you like know? 
Well, because it's a development cartridge. There's a picture of it somewhere in the article. There. Yeah, it's like a fat, a like, fucking cartridge. like super yeah. log eight sixty four cartridge. So like, I'm assuming that like, because maybe like, it was originally used obviously to develop the Zelda beta, mm. and when they went to like flash the data or clear the data on it to like free it up kind of like when you wipe a, a usb drive it or an sd thought, card just overrid it or yeah yeah right. instead of like overwriting it and like fucking Overwrite. stayed on there yeah it just stayed yeah. on there for some reason so that's crazy yeah so it must have just been some <laughs> mistake the longest game uh, nintendo 64 cartridge yeah, it's a it's a it's a long boy for sure. It looks like some That's sort crazy of fucking. Though. How do people even Photoshop. get a hold of this? Like, how did? I, dude, I don't know. Like stuff like this pops up left and right all the time. Like development kits for consoles and like prototype game cartridges and shit like that. And I don't know where the fuck people like, find. Where these can things. I get this stuff? You know, like yeah, I mean, people have like found this shit in like thrift stores and then flea markets and swap meets and stuff like that so like who know you can't find like shit like this like everywhere is a thing like this stuff some of this stuff is so old and like the industry used to be so different that like shit just leaked out and got lost forever you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah if anyone wants Crazy to stuff man wants to look that up uh Check it out, man. There's a bunch of like crazy stuff. I think people are posting like they're pulling more stuff from it by the day, and people are like, uh, there's like people posting YouTube videos based on it and everything. So make sure you guys look into that if you're interested in like cool cut content and stuff like that. You know, this makes me want to go back and replay Ocarina of Time, dude. Well, hopefully, hopefully we get some sort of fucking anniversary collection this year, and it comes to the Switch. That would be amazing. I just, dude. dude, that's that's like, that's my favorite Zelda game. Same, it's my favorite game of all time. It's my number one. Is it? Yeah, that's the one for me. Nice. Uh, but yeah, we can only hope that this anniversary year is kind to us when it comes to like a collection. I don't know if we'll get Ocarina though. I think if anything, we'll get like a. Uh, uh, Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, and Skyward Sword. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so. But Ocarina is just so much, like, it's so much more iconic. I know, so, I, know, you know? I know, I know. Hey, man, fix your GameCube and track down Master Quest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, I still, I think I still have Ocarina of Time on N64 somewhere in my garage. Somewhere in a box, there's an yeah. N64 with that cartridge and like I mean, yeah, dig that out, bro. Shit, I've I've thought about it, man. There's a bunch of HDMI type of mods you can do to it now to make it play on a TV. Like you can get some good shit going. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man. Moving on from that, uh, we had a uh, a leak a leak release date from what it seems like for a big uh, Switch game. A lot of people are waiting for. Not me. <laughs> yeah, but we know you, some people. You know. <laughs> yeah, so Apex Legends, which is still yet to show up on the Switch after being announced a while ago, it was delayed into early this year. And uh, a few days ago, um, uh, Respawn and EA were held like a like a reveal event for uh, season eight, 
that they're going to be dropping soon. Yeah. Going over stuff like that. And I guess people noticed that at the at the bottom and like very in the fine print, one would say, uh, at the end of the video, it, it said that um, it literally said verbatim, February 2nd, it will be possible to play on Nintendo Switch at the same time as the start of season eight. So it seems that they accidentally leaked it because it hasn't been officially announced, but it looks like it might be uh, the Switch version might be releasing alongside season eight. In uh, a, in, a, in about a week for or so from now, yeah, on February second. Yeah, it so. looks pretty cool. There's like some kind of like Fight Club arena going up in Apex. Apex has been transforming and changing, much like yeah. much like how Fortnite changes and shit. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I I will stand by. I think Apex is just first person Fortnite. <laughs> third person oh, third, oh, no, oh first, first person, person yeah. yeah first person fortnite yeah i i i didn't much enjoy my time with it when i when i was dragged through it for vmop but for it's the i, I know a lot of people hard. like yeah a lot of people like it a lot so it's, it's, a big, it's, it's a big... it can be fun when you're playing with friends and it's fun to just stick around and run around the map i guess and try not to get killed but yeah it's not it's not as uh well to me it's not something I'd sit and play for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, we have destiny for that. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty, and that's gonna pretty much do it for the smaller topics this week. We can start getting into some of the bigger stuff here. I'm gonna save this one for last, so we're gonna shift this around a bit. We can go ahead and start with the Resident Evil Village event slash demo that both of us are way too fucking pussy to to even download. Yeah, for now, but um, yeah. So uh, a couple days ago, I believe, back on no, it was actually it was actually yes, it was yeah. We're recording this on Friday the twenty second. It was Thursday the twenty first. So Thursday. they had a they had their uh, showcase event for Resident Evil Village, showing off uh, another pretty lengthy story trailer, and some other things here or there. Um, it's an event that was hyped up pretty heavily uh, all week by Capcom and everything like that since it was first announced. Um, people were expecting a little more than was actually shown. Uh, Capcom had been like yeah. using old games as teases and stuff like that to get hyped. So people were expecting some sort of collection. Fortunately, none of that happened, but um, we did get to get to see a bit more uh, gameplay for village. Uh, they announced a really weird, strange looking versus mode. Uh, and stuff like that we'll get into a bit later here but uh yeah the for the most part looks fucking terrifying um everyone as i mentioned in the intro is really really obsessed with this large breasted giant 12 foot tall vampire lady that apparently everyone wants to be stepped on by her <laughs> So that's that's taking the world by storm. But yeah, man, what'd you think of the event? What'd you think of the trailer? What'd you think of the gameplay? What you, what'd you... Uh, it was cool. See my uh, uh, my aunt Edna on the big screen. It was, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, it's an honor. Yeah, babe. Have her be the, in Res- Resident Evil Four. I sure mean, the, uh, I'm sure the, the fam was <laughs> sure the fam was super proud to see her in Chris Four K. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> but uh dude for uh for real though um i am absolutely terrified i can't even play resident evil 7 like i've played through the beginning parts of it and like i can play through that because i know what's coming i know what's going on mm-hmm. but once i get once i once i escape like the the house and i got like like dragged back into the house after that i was just like fuck this yeah <laughs> so uh i don't know man uh, i'll probably play the demo and cry yeah the whole way through especially since there's no combat in the demo it's just kind of like a walk around so it's yeah very reminiscent of pt so i will definitely have some both have a horrible horrible history with yeah so i don't know man i don't know they seem to have uh they seem to have made resident evil even more terrifying than i thought yeah see i i remember just like sheer terror playing resident evil 2 with my cousins in mexico like as a youngin and just being super fucking scared at all times, like playing that at night and making, throwing that into a first person perspective and that whole atmosphere just ups the ante by so fucking much. Like, you know, I, I'm bad with first, you know, like now that like I've been playing at higher frame rates and like with wider fields of view, I'm a, I've been a lot better with the first person stuff, but you're already putting the pressure of putting me in first person, which I'm not <laughs> usually very comfortable with. Yeah. And now you're, now I'm supposed to fucking like, Bio, gonna... B, Bioshock was a little scary for me, just to put that into perspective. Like, like Bioshock, you're walking around sometimes and you hear just like these crazy people like rambling and muttering off in the distance. It gets a little creepy sometimes, you know, and they have like a little ominous music. If I was scared of Bioshock, now imagine my ass running around Resident Evil 7 or this. Like, I don't even know. I, I don't even know if I'm gonna fucking download the demo. I I will cry. Yeah, I I am right there with you, man. Like I said, I've played seven for a bit and instantly quit. <laughs> I think seven's on the collection, huh? The PS yeah, Plus collection. I have, I have it. I have it on there. Just it's waiting. I'm, I'm never gonna play it. I don't think. Uh, incoming, uh, incoming comments on the comment section and in the Discord. The Oscar, we dare you to stream it. We do not. No, 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 not I happening. Might, I might actually. I've been thinking about it. I might actually stream the demo. I don't know. I I need to. I need to muster up enough courage to actually play the demo, though. Yeah, dude, I feel I do, you on that. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can do it at all, man. To be honest, that shit looks fucking scary. It's so it's, I'm so bad with scary things, that my brother, today when I mentioned possibly thinking about streaming it, he's like, "Hey, man," he looked me dead in the eye and he's like, "Hey, man, if you stream it, I'll be in the room there with you." <laughs> <laughs> there you go, dude. At least you got some fucking emotional support. <laughs> Oh, shit. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. Because my brother is all up into the horror games and the horror genre, and he has played Evil Within 1, he's played Evil Within 2, he's played Resident Evil 7 all the way through. So, he's played these games, Mm -hmm. and even he played the demo 20 minutes in, and he had to be like, 
granted he played it like in the middle of the night by himself but 20 minutes in he had to be like nope yeah dude fuck that if your brother's scared of that shit i don't even know what to say yeah so i don't know man i don't know Ugh, but yeah man i i i think it was like for people who love horror games which i know there are millions of people out there who do i think bringing it into first person was a really good and refreshing move on their part though you know what i mean because yeah for sure there are lots of crazy horror buffs like out there like people who were playing it in vr and stuff like that you know what i mean like it created a whole it breathed a whole new life into the into the franchise also like, why are you playing such in a VR? dope way to re- reboot i draw <laughs> fucking god you've got me dude you couldn't pay me enough no you could not pay me enough to play that die. shit in the I would VR. literally have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I'd be I'd just be like screaming the whole time, like a fucking <laughs> all right, little side tangent. Little side tangent. When Oscar and I were really young, well, <laughs> one of his cousins took us to Universal Studios Halloween <laughs> oh Horror my Nights. God. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Oscar and I, we we're like in we're like freshmen in high school. Yeah, we're pretty young. And uh, we were in Universal Studios. Like, so for those of you who don't know, they they do this thing called Horror Nights, and it's a uh, Halloween. It's like a they turn this the whole uh, park into um, like a Halloween themed like. Uh, like they sh- like, like like they a- shut they shut the rides down and they convert like the like the like where you usually like go through like a bunch of snake ropes to like the to line up to get on the ride and to like convert those mansions. into like mazes and mansions yeah. and like just cool like really cool like themed uh, escape room type of things mm-hmm. where they're based on different movies and stuff like that every year they have a different cast of like like uh movies and and uh murders and movie monsters that they're based off and in there. it's really fucking cool it's fucking cool it's dope as shit but when you're a scaredy ass little bitch <laughs> like it's <laughs> so, not the place for you man so oscar and i the whole time every single maze we went through we're just like sticking right next to each other and you know you know people that are working those things like they know. They, yeah, so they, dude, they, they, they can spot. Out. They can they can spot fear from like eight <laughs> miles away. They, uh, so I remember just like we're just sticking by each other the whole time, and then these <laughs> these people in these mazes and these costumes would single us out and make us jump every single time. Was, ah! uh, dude, <laughs> even if like even if like I saw if I could like somehow see ahead a bit which is rare and see where they were gonna jump out they would still fucking get me there was just like <laughs> oh god like and my cousin who took us mind you is is worse than us my cousin Victor he mm. was that man was literally like hugging strangers like next <laughs> to us like because he he'd get so fucking scared dude like well, I don't know what any of us were doing there it was fucking the worst yeah. <laughs> it was it was a good time but it was also too much <laughs> yeah dude fuck oh man well anyways 
Uh, just I just the thought of like first person horror just brought me back to that memory of us going to that thing. Yeah, dude, I feel you, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can muster up the the courage to try out this demo or this game, but it looks really cool. Like I said, I think it was a really good move on their part to to re-inject like a deep, deep syringe of horror back into the genre, you know? Yeah. Mm, but yeah, moving on from that topic, we can move on to a sad, sad topic. Oh, no. So if I, another one bites the dust, another studio swallowed, another studio dissolved and destroyed, Vicarious Visions, which were responsible for the super fucking amazing, super dope Tony Hawk remake. They also did the the Crash Insane trilogy remake. So like they were pumping out some like really dope fucking stuff, man. Like dope remakes and like just like the care and attention they put into into like recreating those games like in both those franchises. Like they were doing good work and uh they've now been incorporated and dissolved into Blizzard effective today. So it's about uh, two two hundred people, and and the exact quote is that they will be dissolved and incorporated to be fully dedicated to existing Blizzard games and initiatives. So a hundred percent confirming that they will no longer be operating as as an entity developing their own games. They're just gonna basically merge these people into other teams, like the Diablo team, the Overwatch team, or whatever within Blizzard, but. Rest in peace. That fucking sucks, man. All other Tony Hawk games. Remakes. And games in general, because, like, the last game, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 and, and, like, a couple before that were so fucking horrible that they killed the franchise. That's why we hadn't had more Tony Hawk games in over a decade, because they they had been so bad that people stopped caring about them. Yeah. And these dudes come by and make this amazing fucking remake that everyone loved. And that gave everyone hope of saying, well, okay, if they could do that good on the remake, get vicarious visions in there to create it, to develop the next one, make a new one. Let's keep this fucking hype train going. Keep Tony Hawk alive. Studio no longer exists. So that dream is pretty much dead. But hey, man, hey, there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. These people made the Tony Hawk pro skater Two remake. They made the, uh, Crash remakes, Diablo two remake, eh, eh. Not if, not if they're eh. no. <laughs> see, see, but if they see, and I would be fucking super down with that if they would have stayed. Vicarious Visions, hey, Vicarious Visions, we're handing you this Diablo two remake. Not let's fucking sprinkle you guys all over and put you guys making Overwatch maps. You guys are making designing the combat on Diablo 4, and you four guys over here give us a, a hand or two with this Diablo 2 remake that may or may not exist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not going to be... Uh, it's just... It's just... It's fucking sad. And, like, I hear... Like, I've been hearing rumblings in the background. Shout out the Besties podcast with the McElroys. They're actually, like, video games journalists who are a bit more plugged in, like... They've seen and heard that Diablo 4 isn't doing too hot. It's not looking too good. It's looking kind of spooky up in there. Not looking like the best game. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know if, if... We've discussed this outside of the podcast. But I don't know if our old hearts can take another bad Diablo game. I mean, Diablo 3 wasn't bad by any stretch of the imaginations, but it wasn't... 
It wasn't Diablo. It wasn't Diablo. It, it didn't have that same pull. It didn't have that same magic that Diablo 2 had for us. Like, it just wasn't the same. And if Diablo 4 is more of the same, uh, like, I can only hope that someone does this Diablo 2 remake justice if it's real. Because I really hope that it's real, dude. If not, man, I'm just going to have to buckle up and your brother somehow is playing Diablo 2 on pc again right now like the original so might have to just hey man we can it's really cheap right now crack and go back to that man because really cheap i need i I need my diablo fix like my real diablo fix Mm -hmm. (sighs) but yeah man it's always sad to to hear studios get broken up especially like ones that have that have been doing like actual actual good work you know what i mean so yeah i agree and not only that, but just as a whole, rest in peace, Tony Hawk games. R.I.P. Man. At least, at least we got that remake. It was is... so good. It. I still play it. Mm-hmm. We we just. I just actually played it with some friends like a few nights ago. Nice. So that sucks. <laughs> the worst. Fuck Activision. Can burn in hell. Uh, and speaking of burning hell, so they're like the developer reaper. Mm, you know well, what I EA, mean? EA is the developer. Oh yeah, reaper. EA is pretty bad too. Yeah, but these guys are following suit, and I don't like it. Yeah, but moving on from that, so a couple days ago, actually yesterday, I was. A very happy camper. I was super excited. I posted it in the Discord because I was finally able to secure an Xbox Series X through All Access. Shout out hey, Walmart for congrats, once. Congrats, bro. Congrats. Yeah, Eric gave it a shot, but the credit system in our country is super fucked and super stupid. stupid. Yeah, somehow my girlfriend was able to lock it down for me, but yeah. yeah super tough to get approved for it apparently but i got it It should be here before this february 1st it said so within the next week i should be getting that guy in and i was super stoked super excited you guys know i've been you know on the prowl for one eric has been too you know we wanted to get into the series x see what see what it's all about so i was stoked man and i was ready you know it comes with two years of game pass fucking good thing yeah, dude, good fucking thing. Because, because this morning, Microsoft came out and dropped the worst fucking rotten, horrible fart of a news drop that I... Oh, my God. They're literally doubling the price of Xbox Live Gold. For yep. those of y'all who don't know, Xbox Live Gold is what you have to pay for. If you want to play online. It's a service you have to pay for in in order to play online. Xbox has already been shitty on this front for the longest time because no other ecosystem, not PC, not Sony on the PlayStation, not Nintendo on the Switch, makes you pay for for their online service for free-to-play games like Fortnite, Apex Legends, and stuff like that. While, yes, you do have to pay to play online on these other services, if the game is free... You don't need the online service in order to play these games. Mm-hmm. Xbox, on the other hand, Microsoft, even though they don't charge their other consumer, their other half of their consumer base on PC, 
for these free to play games or in general, they make you pay for Xbox Live Gold in order to even play Fortnite or free to play games. So they were already fucking up on that front. And now they doubled down after rumors of them like getting rid of Xbox Live Gold altogether, which we discussed on the podcast before. Yeah, they, well doubled, ago, yeah. they doubled down and went ahead and doubled the price of that shit. It, is, so it went from $60 a year to $60 for six months, $120 per year. Absolutely despicable, absolutely unacceptable. Disgusting. Literally, it's the most manipulative, like gross move in order to strong arm people into getting Game Pass Ultimate. Because at this point, Game Pass Ultimate, which I believe is $14.99 a month, ends up being like a way better value than just paying, like, and that's what they're doing. They're making it so that you would be stupid to buy Xbox Live Gold on its own when you could get Game Pass that includes with all the extra gold games and every with, and with includes gold. Yeah, exactly. for a better value, you know what I mean? Technically, it's yeah, still it doesn't be, make sense yeah. to pay it doesn't make sense to pay $120 just to be able to play like a year just to be able to play online when you have this up for, for what is it? Another sixty dollars for another more sixty bucks for the price year, of, of a game. You, you get, get all, all the other, games. You get you know all the mean? games with Game Pass, and you get the access to online features. I, which is still hell of expensive, because yeah, it's still a lot of money. It, although, like for PSN, although you don't have like Game Pass, Game Pass is great. Don't I think it's the best idea ever? But like, even though you like for playstation even though you, you don't get all those games like you do with game pass you still get free games every month and it's 60 bucks like for the whole year yeah so at this point it's double the price of playstation network just for just to play online mm-hmm. and it's double the price plus a price of a full game if you want to get game pass ultimate which is like are, like how do they even how can they even defend like what are they even gonna say after this backlash like everyone no one is having it everyone sees through the bullshit everyone sees that it's like the worst move so like man this is this is like honestly making them look so bad right now and like I'm to the point where like I'm upset that I even bought this console yesterday. Like I have fucking instant buyer's remorse after hearing this. I'm tempted to fucking scalp that shit as soon as I get it, pay off their stupid loan and like just fucking build a PC cuz I'm still going to get all the all the games through Game Pass and guess what? I don't have to pay them a fucking dime to play online at all on PC. Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Any so, so stupid. It, it's 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 absolutely preposterous, and like I don't understand what they were thinking with this. Oh, I do know what they were thinking. Let's force everyone to get into Game Pass so we can come out and instead of announce sales numbers for our consoles, which are fucking abysmal, like always, we can say that we have x x x x trillion fucking Game Pass subscribers. Um, like because you're forcing people to do. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 just shitty it's the worst and i'm not happy with them right now i that nobody is man and i feel bad for people who like 
are Xbox diehards because that affects them directly. Like they've been paying this price for, it, it seems like the price to play Xbox has been going up and up over the years. You know yeah. What I mean? So I will say though, now if, if you, while you can, because you still can go out and buy those fucking cards that they have in GameStop, in Walmart, in Target, the ones that are hanging up. That that oh, gets yeah, you yeah. if they, they, those get you a year of live for um for sixty dollars still you can still go out and get those you can stock up on as many as you can of those redeem them now and what they're doing is because they did say that if you've already paid for a certain amount of time of uh of live gold you can go into your account and convert that into Game Pass Ultimate time. Yes, however, I think the limit on that was uh thirty six months. So what's that? Three years for three years, yeah. Yeah. So go buy three of those cards, and that way you get a hundred and eighty bucks, which is the price for a rough. It's, it's the price of a year if you do Game Pass Ultimate all year. So you can get three years for the price of a fucking one year, which is still fucking sucks. But I mean, hey, fuck them while you can. You know God what I mean? Damn, dude, that's two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks a year compared compared to like. 60 bucks or free on pc <laughs> exactly it it's, makes it's it's fucking ridiculous switch, even switch to switch at 20 bucks for the year 20 bucks for the 20 year 20 bucks so i don't know man uh the only reason like i'm probably gonna end up keeping the console and not doing my scalp and pc plan is because one i still don't have fucking room to put the pc anywhere i st- that's still a problem that exists in my life too it comes with two years of the Game Pass Ultimate shit, so I don't. I, I t- it, technically this isn't going to affect me for two years, you know. So yeah, and then I guess if you don't want to pay for it again, you could always sell it. Sell it at that point, which I will have no fucking problem doing, because hopefully yeah. by that point I'll have more space and I'll be able to build that PC, you know. Yeah, exactly. So. Xbox is uh, about to lose a lot. Like, dude, I did not see. And normally, like, you know, you know how fucking console fanboys are. You know the console wars and all that type of the internet and all that. Usually, su- Xbox people are like gun ho for everything that Xbox does. And this time, I did not see one single Xbox, one single Xbox fanboy. Not even the most diehards defending this even a little bit. Everyone is either pissed or just scratching their fucking head. Yep, I I've seen it too, man. And I think it's just so bad. They, they're, I don't know what they're thinking, dude. This they're gonna lose so many consumers just by this one single move. Like they yeah, haven't dude. even they haven't even sold uh like more Xboxes yet because they're not in stock. And now you're telling people that want an Xbox that the Series X, you're going to have to pay not only the Series X price, but then all this money for like either Game Pass or Gold. Yep. That's going to drive like, away their consumers. They're, yep. They're chopping their, their, they're chopping their legs off like from the, from the gate. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, fucking do you Microsoft, I fucking guess. Like, they're just, I don't know, they're just driving their own nails into their own coffin at this point. Yeah, so, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, or how they're going to try and come out and respond to all this negative backlash, but 
I mean, they gotta come out and say something or address something soon. Like they're gonna have to, someone somewhere is gonna have to do an interview some somewhere, and they're gonna be asked about it. You know, like yeah. So we'll see what the fuck they have to say because yeah, no one is happy right now. So not even your fucking diehard apologist, like I said. Right. So there's there's no way they're gonna be like, oh, triple A titles on Game Pass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Not for hundred eighty dollars mm-hmm. a year. No, Serby Bob. So, but yeah, man, that's uh pretty much gonna wrap it up here for the podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who joined us. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Uh, if you made it to the end of the episode, you are the tall vampire lady from Resident Evil Village, and everyone wants a piece of that. So, you are Aunt Edna. You are Aunt Edna. So do with that information what you will. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at KnifeLifeOsc, KnifeLifeOSC. You oh, can no. find us on Twitter as PodBoysAdvance. You can find Eric everywhere on the internet as... You can find me everywhere as Erky Plays. Erky Plays everywhere. So keep an eye out. This man might might have a whole support system set up for a Resident Evil Village demo stream for you guys this weekend. So keep an eye out for that. Might if happen. I, if I do it, it might have to be daylight out. Hey, that's that <laughs> day, man. Do what you got to do, man. But I will so. not be mad at you. But you can find us there. Uh, if you prefer audio, we're on Spotify. Uh, Anchor puts us on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, all kinds of other distribution sites. So whatever podcast service you prefer, just type in Podboys Advance and I'm sure you'll find us. Uh, but other than that, that's it. That's going to do it for us this week. As always, my name is Oscar. And I'm Eric. And we've been the Podboys Advance. We will see you guys next week. Later. Later. Don't eat the apple pie, especially if Aunt Edna makes it. (laughs) Whoa, family recipe not very good? There is blood in it. (laughs) (laughs) I will not say where it's from. (laughs) Oh, no.